And Reggie Ponders here. He's great, just in general, but also he's extra great when he joins us as our senior film correspondent like he does every Friday. Thank you for joining me, Reggie. You're amazing. I am happy to be here. Thanks so much, Jill. Um, I Today today was a tough day for me to get up, and uh, so I missed, you know, Sandra, Sandy T., uh, did, did we get some good music? We got some great music this morning. And then if the Gabe, the, the Gabe do his job, sometimes he be slacking. I don't know. Gabe got into the new Common album. He said it was Mild Sauce and that we should all maybe give it a listen this morning that, uh, you know, Chicago hip-hop is alive and well. And, you know, Mild Sauce for Chicago is like, yeah. that's, 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 you know, delicious. That's, that, that's like top shelf. I know. I think the, the logic is, is that it's very delicious, but it's not the hottest thing out. Okay, all right, all right, all right. I'm, feel, I'm, I'm feeling saying, that. Yeah. I'm feeling that. Well, <laughs> well, I don't know if it was the hottest thing out, but if people, I know uh, people are going to do this Jazzy Jeff thing um, this this weekend, uh, but I went to see Brian McKnight last night. Mm-hmm. That's grown folks music. Yeah, grown folks music. And um, uh, it was uh, the, the number, just remember today's number. <gasps> Wait a second. Did you go to Brian McKnight with your wife because it's your wedding anniversary? Just remember today's number is 27. Oh. So, so uh, oh, this, yeah. like that's Sesame Street, right? This, t- today's number is twenty-seven. So uh, we went out for our anniversary. We um, went to a restaurant, which I don't remember the name of. I'm sorry, it, but it was so enjoyable. The, they had music there. The guy who was there sang. He played the acoustic guitar and sang a whole range of songs. So we had free music there. Then we went to see Brian McKnight. Donna loved it. I, I did as well. And one of the things that I always talk about. Uh, and I talked about this last week, is that I can't stand artists who just put the mic out in, for for everybody else to sing because mm-hmm. I didn't pay for everybody else to sing. <laughs> but I understand it because part of it is about the energy yeah, and, and people are coming and they know and they know the songs or whatever. So Brian McKnight did what I wish all artists would do. Let them sing. And then you come back and sing, but you sing at a level that they can't sing with you. Okay. So you do your runs, you do, and so they're trying to keep up, but they can't. So can't you know that you heard Brian McKnight. Mm-hmm. So I, hey, he did a really great job. He's he's uh, at the City Winery uh, tonight for people who might want to squeeze in there and see it. Uh, and uh, you know, I love my wife. If I missed the Bears game, which wasn't good, and Serena Williams playing last night. So, uh, so uh, hey. Happy I, I, anniversary, Donna Ponder. Thank you so Reggie much. Ponder. Thank you so much. My uh, favorite movie is It's a Wonderful Life, and with Donna, that is absolutely true. Relationship goals, everybody. Let's all find us someone who treats us like Reggie treats Donna. She, she treats me so well. That's, like, <laughs> that's, that's what I will say. Uh, talking about treating, being treated well, the box office this this year has not been that yeah. good. But who has been treated well mm-hmm. has been Disney. <laughs> Disney has just crushed on the box office. I think they're somewhere between uh, 37 and 45% of the box office right now. now because of all the movies that they had. But if we look at last week's uh, last week's box office, Angel Has Fallen mm-hmm. uh, did uh, was number one for, two, for the second week in a row. I mean, the numbers, like I, in my opinion, are kind of meager. Yeah. Uh, you you look at the cost forty million to make, and it's made forty million here, um, forty four million in the United States. But but the real issue is, what does this movie do overseas? And surprisingly enough, this movie has not been released overseas. So I'm I'm curious: is this a movie that they think only Americans might want because mm. it is about the American president and sure. so on and so forth? So. 
uh, as of yet, it hasn't been released there, and I, that's the only way that this money is really going to make its its money back. So, but it's number two at the box office. That's yeah. always something good to brag about. Be, I mean, number one at the box office two weeks in a row. Yeah. Um, Number two was Good Boys. Number Did three. Did they have any idea, by the way, Good Boys, with that $20 million budget full of unknown children, that movie that uh, kids we've never heard of, did they have any idea that they would be raking up $60 million domestically? You know, I, I don't I don't think that they did, but I, I think when that one of the things is write a movie that that uh, is fresh, also that has a good script, and hopefully you get some good actors in it. And voila, you get something like this. I mean, $60 million, that's 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 a really good haul. It's not as good as The Lion King, which is <laughs> which is in at number three. Uh, obviously, behind it is Fast and Furious, Hobbs and Shaw. But the only other movie that I really want to talk about as it relates to the box office right now is uh, Don't Let Go. Uh, I, I said that this was a matinee movie. I thought people should go see it. I really did like the way in which uh, they had these different things playing there. But uh, it, it did really didn't do that. It didn't do that well at the box office at all. Hmm. Uh, when when you look at it, it cost five million to make, and yeah. it didn't even make five million with with the kind of star power of a David Oyelowo. So that's really surprising to me because mm -hmm. I would think that people would have just gone to see this movie just because David Oyelowo was in it, and, and I did. Yeah. You know, I was like, I I I need to go and and check this one out. But it it, it didn't do that well at the box office, and that really bodes very bad poorly <laughs> yeah. for for this film because most films drop at least 50 percent that second week and so you can see if this only made um uh three three million dollars that mm, mm, that's too bad one no, of the things that did i didn't do go. is to look to see if david oyello was a producer or anything of that nature mm -hmm. I, I did not do that and uh, this might have just been a pet project because mm -hmm. uh, a lot of times uh, they do their, their pet projects and they do it for as cheap uh, cheap as possible. Yeah. So uh, the love of the game. So not 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 happy that it didn't do that do that well. But that is the that is really the box office. Uh, what I do want to talk about, Jill, mm -hmm. uh, relating to the box office though, is the summer. Yeah. So it's behind us. The summer is officially behind us, and so the, the when when we look when we look at the uh, summer season. A lot of times, um, and I'm I'm trying to pull up um, pull up my my numbers for the summer season. Um, uh, they didn't really include the uh, um, I'm sorry um, the Marvel f uh, film yeah. uh, Endgame uh, as as opening weekend into the summer because it opened pre summer, and the reason it opened pre summer is that the international uh, they didn't want people to clone the movie, so they released it the same time everywhere. And so internationally, that meant it was going to be released a week earlier, and that's how come it was released a week earlier here. Yeah. And it doesn't officially count as the as a summer the, that that first weekend. But that first weekend was a blockbuster. Yeah, ridiculous. ridiculous. I mean, it, it 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 was like, are you are you kidding me? The, the so so anyway um when we look at this year in terms of um uh, the movies that were winners and losers uh we we know what were the uh, winners and losers for uh, for the summer the lion king mm -hmm. duh yeah. i mean it did a phenomenal at the box office but a loser 
was Shaft. A lot of people didn't even, I guess it just came and went. The people really didn't know that it was out there. But I actually thought that what they did with the movie was funny. Yeah. I mean, and I, I think what they were really going for was a uh, African-American audience for, for this one. Yeah. Um, and uh, because they had a lot of stuff that I, when I was in the, fi- in, in the theater, people were like, eh, I don't understand <laughs> it. They didn't, un- they didn't yeah. understand it, you know. Yeah. It's like saying uh, it's Kool-Aid and you don't know the flavor, you know. Exactly. Um, huh? I haven't heard that in a minute. Okay. What's, what's that? <laughs> what's that? Um, another winner was Rocket Man. Rocket Man mm-hmm. did well. Uh, 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 and these are the international numbers, about $186 million or worldwide. People so, do love Elton uh, John. I, I like this. I, yeah. I, I did. I, and, and, I, and I'm one of those that, that loves Elton John. Was Speaking it, of, today is a significant day in Elton John history. Okay. On this day, uh, it was, uh, today was the, the, it's the anniversary of Princess Diana's funeral. So on this day, Elton John performed Goodbye, England Rose to, oh, you know, the uh, candle in the wake. To this day, it's the number one selling single of all time. Of all time? Of all time. Oh, girl. It's, all right. I, I guess I got to go. I mean, no, no, no. That, that's <laughs> me because you got the facts. I Wow. Wow, Elton, well, Elton John is a very big deal. Uh, so, so um, since you uh, sing and you're in um, different, uh, you're in your band. Uh, what's your favorite uh, Elton John song? The one that you you've sung. Uh, my karaoke go-to's yeah. for Elton John are "Saturday Nights All Right for Fighting" and uh, "Goodbye Yellow Brick Road," depending on the mood of the room. So, can I hear a little "Saturday Nights Right for"? F- from you oh wait i have to remember the words (laughs) i mean you know i mean come on this is we live i I mean that's i don't want to i don't want to we'll do it later oh we'll do it later later. i gotta get my voice all right fine 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 all right all right so what was also a loser was uh interestingly was dark phoenix it 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 did 252 million dollars uh uh worldwide but but i didn't hear anybody talking about it this was absolutely one of those forgettable films so um and 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 uh, domestically it didn't do that well but you know what was a winner you oh. just got through playing uh uh jazzy jeff so who was his partner hmm, oh, what was his name uh, he was from west philadelphia uh, i know that oh he's from what oh yeah. dude's will smith oh that guy and he was you never movie, hear from him <laughs> he was in a movie where he looked kind of bluish kind of purplish uh <laughs> what was that uh it's like a little thing that you rub and he comes out of oh, it oh uh, he was the genie in aladdin. aladdin so aladdin didn't really well one billion really worldwide really disney is <laughs> i mean yeah of course but like i remember how cheesy the trailer looked and how much uh shade people were giving it online but they still went to see it i guess yeah no 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 they did they did and then uh the loser was child's play this was surprising to me actually the because- chucky movie Huh? The Chucky movie? Yeah, yeah. This because this was like uh, looked at as it was going to be a reboot of the of the franchise, and and people like scary movies. They do. And uh, except me, ask Matt. I mean, yeah. I'm the one that would say to Matt, I can't, I can't stay. I, you know, uh, it, but this one didn't do that well. Twenty twenty nine million dollars. I well, I feel like maybe the world that accepted all those Chucky movies in the eighties. As like some fun, you know, campy horror has changed. People really like these like small, independent, scary movies. I think honestly, and tell me if I'm wrong. I think when Blair Witch came out, that was like a sea change for horror movies. And I I, I do think it it was a sea change. And 
And then obviously when you get that sea change, there's people trying to copycat on it. How yeah. how do we how do we take that little formula? But I, I, I it's interesting. I do think that there's a formula for um for horror films. I, I agree. But the but the biggest thing is timing, in in my opinion, is that you know that the scare is coming. You know it. Oh yeah. But the timing of it is just like being a comedian. Is that you, the, we can all tell the same joke, mm -hmm. but there's a this timing thing that makes that joke just like oh man, now that was funny. Yeah. Now 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 that was funny, and I think that's the same thing with horror films. Is that you know that somebody's gonna jump out. Yeah. You know, you know that somebody's gonna get killed. You 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 know you're gonna holler, please no run, don't go that way. But the timing of the film has to has to work. And and yeah. obviously the timing of Annabelle comes home worked for this summer. It sure this did. one did two hundred and nineteen million. Um the, the cost film, twelve dollars to make. <laughs> it cost thirty million dollars to make. What? So so this one worked really, really well. The loser, even though it made a lot of money in in in, in our terms, was um, uh, Godzilla, uh, King of the Monsters. Mm -hmm. This one I didn't go see because I couldn't. I, I I really couldn't because I there's some nostalgia in my in my brain about watching the old Godzilla movies and mm. really rooting and thinking that they were the best thing. And if you go back and watch them today, you like, that did is, I really like terrible. that? But but they were but they. But but they have this soft spot in my yeah. heart, and I just I I I couldn't do it. My the, Godzilla is a man in a lizard suit stomping on tiny cardboard buildings. I I can't. Ever since that Matthew Broderick Godzilla from like what ninety nine or something like that, I'm just like, nope, not doing this. Too much CGI. Can't deal with it. Yeah. yeah. So, so so when you look at this film, it made three hundred eighty five million. You say, oh man, that's that's great. So it wasn't a flop, but the reason it was a loser, it cost a hundred and seventy million dollars to make. I always talk about having a three times multiple, yeah. and uh, three eighty five is not a three times multiple. Again, not a flop. No. no. So we know that we'll see another Godzilla Isn't movie. It? If they get Mothra involved, maybe but one Gamera? of the big winners of the summer was John Wick Chapter oh, Three. Oh my goodness, Keanu had a great summer. He had a great summer between that and what was it the the netflix movie uh the, the, you'll always be my maybe yeah. people are back on the keanu train yeah back on the uh, keanu train i mean this one did 320 million uh and i i i was impressed with the fighting in this mm -hmm. this wasn't one like i think like the best movie ever but the i think he did a really good job with this franchise and and obviously a lot of other people did as well so uh, just a couple others that i want to uh, mention obviously spider-man far from home was a big winner it was 1.1 billion dollars mm. uh, uh all the way a split decision is the movie book book smart uh, everybody who went to see it liked it, but not enough people went to see it. Mm -hmm. So I really think that that one was one of those timing movies. Uh, we we talked about we yeah. talk about that like how do you sl uh, slide something in? But then a movie that it, it grew on me. Yeah. I, I didn't like I didn't like this movie as much as uh, as I as I. I didn't dislike it as much as I thought I would, and that was a Toy Story 4. The, st the story actually grew on me at the end of the whole movie. I was like, oh, that was actually kind of sweet. And this one is shy of a billion, then $990 million. So um, th those are some of the good movies, uh, but Men in Black International 
just didn't just didn't cut it. I thought that that might have been a smart move. Mm-hmm. I didn't want another Men in Black, but I thought it might be a smart move. But people just didn't spark to it. So those are some of those um, some of those uh, movies for the summer that are winners and losers. The box office overall for the summer is down somewhere between three and four um, uh, percent. If you add in uh, Endgame, yeah, um, and you and you compare it to the same time period, uh, it's probably up about four percent. But for the year, the box office is down seven percent. And this this is the this is really the issue. One one of it is ticket prices have gone up, so that's it's not a clear one to one comparison yeah. when we say that it's down. That it could be down even more if prices haven't increased a, a, a bit. Uh, and then the other thing is, are people really going to watch other stuff? And I think if they are, when you look at Hulu, Netflix, uh, 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 Amazon Prime, I mean, everybody's putting out these original things, and now they're asking me, hey, Reggie, did you see it? Did you see it? Did yeah. you see it? But uh, that's the box office we talked about uh, last week and also uh, the summer. It was a phenomenon. The, the, in the uh, 80s, yeah, and, it screwed and, me up for a long time. <laughs> and so when they did the movie for, for two, two, uh, in 2017, and it grossed over $700 million Dang. worldwide. People like to be scared. Not me. <laughs> Not me. So, so <laughs> I, I reluctantly went to see It in 2017. I, I don't know who I sat next to, but I don't even think they even exist on this planet anymore because of how I scraped them and hurt them and kicked them and everything because it was scary to me. And I think it did a, it did a disservice to clowns. Now no one can see a clown without being scared. But this movie did really well. So here's chapter two. It's set 27 years after the original. Remember I said the number today is 27. Yeah. Hey kids, the number today <laughs> is 27. So, um, and so people want to know well, why 27? It, it, it loosely is that uh, Pennywise reemerges loosely every 30 years. Yeah. So, and this is 27 in this movie, and, and Pennywise comes back, and the kids made a pact that they would come back if anything happened to destroy Pennywise. And Pennywise is back terrorizing this community, and all of the characters come back. But obviously they're, they're older and they're, 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 they're no longer kids. And the key to this movie, which I haven't seen, and I'm actually happy I haven't seen it, <laughs> happy. Uh, the key to this movie, again, is timing. You know that the regular stuff, you, you, if you looked at the trailer, you'll see them in the maze. You, if you looked at the trailer, you'll see some things happening and you'll say, well, when when does the scary part actually occur? When will I jump out of my seat? And they do create these jump out of my seat scary moments. Mm-hmm. The question is, is the timing that good to make this movie uh, one that people will just run out and see? I believe, based on some of the reading and, and uh, research that I've, that I've been doing, is that this movie is going to do s- over $100 million uh, this, this weekend. What is it up against? What is it up against? It's n- nothing. There's, there, <laughs> I mean, there's nothing that, that really makes it where people are like, oh, okay, it's up against something that I really want to see something mm-hmm. different. This is the major release for this weekend, It, and people are real excited about seeing it. I think that this is going to do well at the box office. What are your thoughts on this one, Jill? Um, I think 
that I probably won't see it in the theater because I can't be trusted not to just like walk out in self-preservation. Okay, <laughs> so so it has some good stars, and the only thing I want I want to make sure before we we leave is just to talk about who's in it. So you got uh, James McAvoy, uh, Jessica Chastain, Bill Hader. I do uh, like all those people. Uh, Isaiah Mustafa, Jay Ryan, James uh, Ransom. Uh, so. Uh, I like them too, and and they the the interesting thing is that they really upgraded the talent. I mean, they went to some some good talent for this. So the 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 jury is out mm -hmm. on Rotten Tomatoes, about sixty something percent okay. uh, from a critic perspective. But you know that what critics think is different than what the audience thinks. So far, the audience has this as 86% oh, fresh, and they're really liking it. So um, I suspect the, this week, uh, next weekend when we come back, we'll be talking a lot about it, how it uh, broke some records, and um, it, it'll be interesting if it if it does better, it, it Chapter 2 does better than 1. I don't think it will, yeah. uh, but uh, here we go. We, we're in for a scary weekend. I uh, I dedicate that segment to the Logan Square clown who may, yeah, I, there's a guy. There's a guy just on the sidewalks and in the streets walking up to people trying to make them balloon animals. Oh. And like a wig and a sad little clown suit. No. No. <laughs> right, absolutely. Do not walk up to me with some balloons. I'm going to say, I'm going to blanket statement and say don't walk up to any black people with that stuff because you don't know. What would happen? Look, look, <laughs> look I'm not I, encouraging violence. I'm not. I'm not. I'm either. trying to keep violence from happening. I'm not either. But I'm like, get up off me. No, not today, sir. Not, 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 <laughs> not today. So the clown, the clown is back. Um, and this, this will be a really, this will be a really interesting one. So if people who like the scary movies, uh, uh, get some popcorn, take your friends, and let's talk about it next weekend. Let's do it. Okay. And if you have plans to see it out there in Team Vocalo, let us know uh, what you think about it. But if you dress up like a clown to go see it, don't tag us in that photo. I don't need to see yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't I, need that on the top. Don't, don't, don't scare me with that. No. Uh, one other thing just to mention is that uh, this weekend, as you know, I'm hosting the uh, Chicago's historic Route 66 Classics Car Show, yeah. 3800 Og uh, West Ogden. That's uh, Pulaski and, and Ogden. And we're doing that from 12 to 5. We'll have the Jesse White Tumblers out there, some local uh, musical talent. We'll have some fantastic cars, and you'll have me. So please come out and join me. Uh, Jill, I know you're busy this weekend, so uh, uh, I'm, sorry. I'm sorry I'll miss you. But, um, yeah, I hope the listeners come out and join us. We'll have a great time as usual. As usual, wherever Reggie is, that's where the party is at. Thank you, Reggie, for joining me. How can people find your work online? Find me at uh, reggieponder.com. Also follow me as The Real Critic, and that's R-E-E-L, mm -hmm. uh, on Twitter. And you can also follow me, Reggie the Real Critic, on Facebook. Uh, yeah, just get at me. Hit, hit me up. Let me know what you're thinking, what you're watching, what, what's, what's hot out there. Please, please do. He loves to hear from all of his fans, uh, like me. That's why we have him here every week. <laughs> Thanks, Jill. <laughs>